Jackson down by the bank. A Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, guys? It's JK3. All right, so that game against the Steelers, last home game, obviously the game itself uh, was pretty, uh, I think, energetic and exciting for a uh, preseason game. But uh, JK3, I don't know if you want to speak to the most exciting part of the game that went viral on the Internet. Oh, oh what, what happens in the, in the Northeast end zone? I mean, yeah. bro, it's it to me. It's so funny because everyone, as soon as Jacksonville does something, it's just like I get an influx from these my my friends that you know are either Philly fans, Buffalo fans, Raiders fans, with historically bad like fans, and there's like, oh, look at Jacksonville. It's like, bro, what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, literally. Like, but whatever, man. Hey, that's the that's the North. I kind of like it, honestly. I, I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. I don't know what the I don't know what the issue was about, like within the fight or anything else like that. But I mean, it's about time. You know, we kind of beefed up a little bit. We got a little street cred now. You come in, you come <laughs> to Jacksonville. You know, I mean, a couple years it's, a couple years ago, they were actually selling the the opposing team's merchandise inside of the stadium. And they've now moved it outside of the stadium, which I don't know if that vendor was like, if that stuff was real or not. But, you know, at least it's outside of the stadium now. Huh. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah. Derek, can it, you envision any scenario where, uh, and maybe you can give me an example possibly, where you would actually be the star of a viral fight video in the uh, stadium? Could you could you picture that? Uh, t- if my wife's with me, touch her. That's one. <laughs> If yeah, somebody well. like like touched her, hit her, pushed her uh, in some capacity, um, and actually, about, believe it or not, how about football related? Yeah, like uh, football of, of related. Course, you you got the family, of course. That's like yeah, that. family. Yeah, family <laughs> but, I mean, you, you're not you're not gonna. No, somebody I, I could to... never see that. Really, I, I can I can never see it. There's not enough trash that someone could talk. To get me to say I'm getting ready to fight you because I don't like scene. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough. No, no. It's like you're not worth my time. Uh, and and the reason why is because this is a football game. Like when you see people, and first of all, you fought over a preseason game. Okay, <laughs> if that's what started the fight, let's get let's take back to that. You guys got to scrapping, and someone took a, a kind of a, a cheap shot. Over a preseason game, and you notice know, always be the little dudes that scrap too, uh, and because they're the only ones that could really move through those seats. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's never somebody like they, they wouldn't dare you like fight somebody that's got some you know some some pounds to them because they're just one flick away and they're going thirty rows over. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I just ne- I never get the fighting. I never understand the, the fighting at, at games. Like the back and forth, especially if it's about, you know, well, your quarterback sucks. Ain't no kidding, okay? <laughs> he has been sucking, all right? Um, or Trevor Lawrence isn't going to not, you know, okay, dude, really, you're going to need to go take some medicine because you, know you, don't, you don't really believe what you're saying, right? Like that's, that's how I would kind of respond. Um, so I don't I'm think the opposite. Ever be, 
Honestly, <laughs> man. I, I've, been to, I've been to a couple of away games, man, and, and I love the draw. I mean, that that's just me. Hey, I, I love hey. it. I I absolutely love it. Like to so me, here, like, <laughs> I'm going to embarrass them a little bit. I'm going to embarrass them. So when you went out to L.A. last year, all right, and I told you that they were going to soft press you out there because that's just how California is. Would you have gotten to a squabble out there? I mean, I did get soft pressed in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wait, pause, but. <laughs> What is soft press? <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, I walked into the bathroom. I walked into the bathroom at SoFi, you know, and of course, everywhere I go, I wear teal for away games. And I walked in and, you know, this guy was like, yo, it smells like cat piss in here. And I'm like, oh, man, that was a good one. Like, you, you, you sure it's not like piss piss, you know, because we're in the bathroom. And then, of course, it was just, you know, one of those things where, I mean, you know, it didn't come to fisticuffs or anything, but. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I, I think that, you know, to a certain degree, you should be able to make opposing fans feel uncomfortable coming into your stadium. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like to a certain degree, someone should get a stink eye if they're walking up. Uh, you know, I even this past even this past weekend, like where I was sitting, we had two Steelers fans. Um, you know, the Jags went up three nothing and they went up to go get some beer. And I'm like, bro, y'all don't got to leave yet. The game just started, man. Like, where, where are you going? And, you know, they thought it was funny. So, like, all of that, that kind of funny, that kind of, you know, but you're not yeah. going to come and enjoy the game, you know, and just sit here and just actually, you know, enjoy it like it's a home game in your stadium. I mean, I mean, the thing about Pittsburgh, they travel. They have they have worldwide fans. They are upon, like, the same thing as the Cowboys, you know, the Steelers. The Yankees, the Lakers, they've got fans that are everywhere. And so um, I don't condone violence at all, but I do condone making some opposing fans feel uncomfortable in your stadium. Okay. Hmm. And soft press, Corey, is is a just a, a nice term uh, that is a nice phrase, I should say, that is used out west when, you know, it's almost like, where are you from? You know, hmm. they say it a little bit differently. They'll walk up to you like, where are you from, homie? Like they, they don't play out there, and in other cities too, like Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Um, Bro, I've those, been those to hard nosed football cities. Uh, LA is just different because that's more of like a silly gang culture. It's not silly, but that's just what it is. But like the vet, for instance, the old vet, you know, the vet stadium in Philadelphia, like it was known for being just. If you went to visit that stadium back in the day, you were gonna fight. Bro, I've if been you were to an opposing fan. Eight. Away games, eight or nine away games, um, and then I went to one playoff away game against uh, the Steelers. And when I tell you that, oh, well, that was a hostile environment, you know, in general, which was great. Um, <clears throat> but it's like to the point to where I've I've gone, and when I'm walking into to my seats, someone's always booing, somebody's always. Like, oh, get out of here, you know, and I, I think that's great. I think that's what, you know, no, that's and, what it's about. And absolutely. I, I would definitely, I would definitely, you know, be involved in some, some back and forth there. But when you get to like putting your hands on somebody, yeah, nah, 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 throwing, nah. you know, I think I saw one lady spit on a guy one oh, time. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, no, nah, you you got to get chin checked. Like if someone like... If I'm enjoying my game and my team happens to be winning and you're mad and you got the nerve to like spit on me, like I'm not gonna. <laughs> there's gonna be no back and forth cussing and pushing. I'm just yeah. gonna start swinging. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swing. 
Like that's that's uncalled for. <laughs> like for real. Like, that's that's just uncalled for. But I like how you started with like if somebody hits my wife yeah. or that's also that's also my dad can beat up your dad type thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like, no. What? <laughs> but you see, but I just say that because there's there's those types of crazies out there. Yeah. You know, that you, you can't even go to a game now um and not see not saying it happens to you or even around you, but almost every game there's some type of altercation. Barstool is famous. For getting that video and and blowing it up, um, yo, did you see the guy who turned a hot dog into a straw? Yeah, yeah, yeah just silly stuff <laughs> oh like that. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, first, it was like the I'm lady staged. that it was. First, it was the lady she uh, she dipped her pizza in like soda one like a couple mm-hmm. years ago at a baseball game. She dipped her pizza in soda, and that was like absolutely disgusting. But now the 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 glizzy straw like yeah you, know, you gotta be I think you, that <laughs> I think that was staged that just seems too dumb uh well how about uh the one thing about the fight thing and then I'll I'll let it go first of all props and kudos to everybody that gets the content out there relatively quickly because one thing I was sad about is I only caught the very end on my camera which is a sad like indication of society but um. But there was like I think JK3, you t- you sent me the tweet with the link, and I saw the full thing in like 1080p HD. Oh like, yeah, people Caught were mic'd 4K. up. <laughs> Caught in 4K. Well, the, the kid that shot <laughs> yeah. the guy that shot it. He's a uh, I think he he did some news media. I saw his profile. Um, <laughs> he did like some news media coverage, and uh, he, he's a fellow owl, uh, FAU. Um, uh, what is that? What yeah. you gonna say? A yeah, fellow he's owl? a fellow owl. He's a fellow. You know, he's FAU grad. Okay. Um, but they got a Hooters on campus there. <laughs> no, nah, they don't have a Hooters on campus. <laughs> not that I know of. Um, but no, it was funny because I'm sitting there like not a better person could have shot this video. Mm-hmm. He was at the Did right he, angle with the right camera. He should have inserted some uh, some some commentary from like Max Kellerman or Joe Rogan, <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Jim Ross, like WWF commentary. Uh, dude, um, I will. Then, hey, so opposite of the fight. I and Corey, I've been giving you, you know, kind of heat about this. Uh, not heat, but I should have taken your advice uh, over the last couple of years about this. The fan zone stuff, like they have, like as far as like some of the family, you know, family friendly things, and everything. The Jags do a really, really good job with that kind of stuff. Yeah, like the pregame entertainment, the pregame stuff, like when you can go into the flex field, uh, you know, uh, you know, one get away from the heat, but you know, also enjoy like all the stuff in the flex field. Like my kids. Like absolutely loved it, man. I was able to get some pretty cool picks in front of, uh, you know that that um, neon uh, jaguar sign and everything there. Mm-hmm. So they do a really really good job with a lot of the uh, the, the pregame stuff there. I guess they, well, they 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 put some money in the budget there and set it into the food vendors. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. The um, yeah, the, all that stuff's good. I think. A lot of the Steelers, because we were completely surrounded by Steelers fans, like completely surrounded. But the one thing I kept hearing from a lot of them, I guess they hadn't, some of them hadn't been to the stadium before, was like, man, your guys, like video packages are awesome. Like these scoreboards are so cool. Look at the pools. Even though the pool is like one of those things I'll probably never get into. A lot, I mean, a lot of these people are just blown away, like completely unexpected or did not expect, I guess, for us to have such a, such a cool game day uh, experience. So, uh, so that was good. You know, I felt pretty uh, proud of that, I guess. Uh, one addition to the food that I did enjoy, Derek, is this 
uh, game. I don't know. I didn't see it last game. They had uh, boiled peanuts uh, heated and prepackaged that were actually pretty good that were at the concession stand. So you get Cajun pretty... or uh... Cajun. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't even know why I just soft pressed you like that. You see, I just mm-hmm. see, I just did that. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how because you're you're the I, you're the tiki fire guy at Island Wing Cafe. So right. I, I don't even know why I even tried you like that, man. Amelia gets that now. She gets Tiki Fire, does not flinch. Like, I feel like yeah. she's pretty hardcore, you know? So, it's the last name. It's the last name. Uh, Hones? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the boiled peanuts were actually pretty good. And uh, the one thing, I don't even know if I want to bring this up, but this game versus the last game, I think, maybe I missed this completely, they had the soda machines flipped around for you to do, like, self-service in our area. And once you bought a cup, people were going up and filling up like water bottles with soda and like <laughs> totally stealing uh, from that. And so I don't know how long that's going to last, uh, but I like the idea. But the setup's a little probably uh, shoddy, maybe. Need to go to the freestyle machine or something here in a couple years. Um, okay, so energy was really good uh, for a preseason game. I thought it was, was exciting. I mean, I know it, it sort of goes in and out with the different players coming in like starters and then second string and then third string, etc. cetera. Um, really was cool that it came down to a last second field goal. Again, even though it's preseason, it was still fun, but man, one of the things we texted about, I think was just how terrible that last kick was and our kicking situation was, and it looks like the kicker was cut and, uh, you know, Derek, um, I guess we can hit on, you know, pickups and trades and all that kind of stuff. But just from the standpoint of uh, pros and cons of that last game, obviously kicking was a, a horrific con. But um, from a from a negative standpoint in the Steelers game, were there any uh, folks that stood out in, in a bad light or anything that came out to you just in terms of something that needs to be improved upon? Well, obviously, we've talked about that back half of the roster. Um, they don't need to go light up the world, but it's just such a sudden drop-off. It, I mean, it's a big drop-off. It's a cliff. They're supposed to be a drop-off because obviously they're second string, but it's not supposed to be a cliff. And that's what I feel like it is. Um, and it's across the board, uh, especially you know when you look up front um, along the offensive line, hence why we've traded for uh, an offensive lineman today. Uh, but such a such a such a drop, and on, on the defensive side of the ball, you see them flying around. But obviously, there's you know you get out of position. It doesn't matter how fast you are, how high you can jump, how you know how how you know how how you can tackle. If you're not disciplined in the scheme, then you're going to get put out of position, and plays are going to be made against you. And so those things have happened. The coaches are very aware of this. Remember, we're not dealing with uh, inept coaching anymore. We're dealing with a real coach. They're very aware of this. Why? Because we have a new kicker, and we have another offensive lineman, and we picked up Jake Lutton again. So um, if they weren't aware of this, then those things wouldn't happen. Um, but, yeah, that, that's one of some of the negative things I've seen. JK3, what about you? Just anything that you want to expand on on that? And then also if you could pivot into some of the positives, because I know ETM was one of the ones you were most excited about. Yeah, I, I, again, man, you know, as soon as Pickett came in, he began to just literally 
light up the team and pick, pick us the, apart. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to avoid a, a, a picky pun there, but I guess I had no, no, no choice. But no, as soon as he came in, man, and I was really disappointed to see um, yet again another tight end, uh, Pat Fairmuth, just streaking down the middle of the field again. And I don't know, I don't understand what it is for this team, and you know, not being able to cover tight ends like I, I just don't get it and as soon as he I mean Pickett came in bro and it was just like he had not missed a beat and then you know following the whole Mitchell Trubisky you know and, and a, a couple of the drives that he had where we've got front four pre- pressure which is great you know we're getting pressure with the front four and you know dare I say that Saxonville's back but as soon as I want to say it you know we've got Mitchell Trubisky looks like he's made out of carry gold butter slipping through everything and you know going down the field and making making plays so, you know, the positive to me is that we're getting at home with we're getting home with four rushers. And that's something that we haven't seen, you know, in, in a long time here. You know, and we, we haven't, you know, so you've got four guys that can get to them without having to dial up a blitz, which is amazing. What would be even better is that if they would have had, you know, three sacks, um, you know, instead of that one with, uh, you know, Trubisky. But I think, you know, I think they'll get there again. I. It's continually preseason. It's continual, you know, it's hard to not want this team and, you know, have that high expectation for them because, you know, we're all Jags fans and we want them to win. We want, you know, to, to the positives to outweigh the negatives and we want to be able to do, you know, something without nitpicking or feeling like we're nitpicking or anything else like that. But, I mean, I just feel like if they can get home with four and they can keep wrapping up those sacks, man, I'm super excited about that. Um, but, no, ETN – Bro, like he's one, I mean, two steps of, of, of taking something, something big. And the fact that I think he had 27, um, 27 yards carry, carrying and 25 of them were after contact. So it's like he's getting hit and bouncing off. I mean, dare we say, you know, we haven't had this since what, Derek? You said MJD, right? Someone who's just a home run threat. Ready, waiting to happen. Someone who you can't take their eyes off the field. Um, I know James Robinson is coming back on uh, you know week one, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they plan on using both of these guys in the backfield. Very interesting. And they both can catch out of the backfield too, which is going to be yeah. even great. One kind of curious thing I'll, I'll ask and throw out there, and maybe this is a really dumb question, but with – Urban Meyer's season have gone any different if ETN hadn't got hurt? Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, it would have been um, bad because he he wouldn't have been able to help them. Um, their tone at the top was terrible, you know, and from the coaching down. So ETN just would have been uh, he was already part of a, a headache, but he would have been. Uh, had more of a migraine throughout the year dealing with with herbs, man. Gotcha. And I, I, yeah, I don't think that would have helped at all. Maybe hurt his development more than anything, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what about anything you want to expand on on the positives, Derek? That you uh, caught in that game? Um, just you know, some some good to get some work in with uh, Christian Kirk and some and some in live action, uh, trying to improve the timing. You know, there were some throws where he missed, and then there were some throws that he made. Uh, the one throw, um, I don't know if it was – I forget who it was to. Was it Marvin Jones uh, in the cover two 
uh, JK3 where he kind of threw it right over the DB. I mean, everybody yeah. and their mamas talked about it where you just kind of drop it in. You know, those are good throws. And then there were some that he missed. And that's just going to come with time. Yeah. But you can see there's a gradual improvement. You know, you can see it. You can see it coming. It's building. It's building. It's building. Um, I don't expect it to be hitting on all cylinders in, in the first game. I think we could win the first game and beat the Commanders. But I don't expect to see the team's full potential until, you know, kind of that fourth, five, fifth game into the season where I think that timing will really start to show because timing, it just takes time, really. Uh, the, the practice, the reps, the repetition. So, um, but that's, that's where the, the repetition and the timing, Corey, that's the positive, is heading in the right direction. Um, another thing, too, about the, the Trevor and Christian. I know they're kind of working on their, their 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 timing and things like that, but I feel like those out routes, man, that that he that he missed him on those two consecutive out routes. You know, you gotta have those. And mm-hmm. uh, again, it, it's still preseason and it's tough, but you know that's one of those things that you hope that they're working on the timing and working on getting some of those things down. Kirk isn't a tall receiver, so he's got to hit him like right on the button there. But I feel like like. On Saturday night, it was the offense making the difficult stuff look easy and the easy stuff look difficult. And, you know, I just I just wish it was just a little bit more, you know, a little bit more smoother coming out out of the gate. Again, when they get they make those plays, they I I am seeing a lot of plays that are continuing drives, not a lot of stalls as well, which are which are great. Uh, But when they get down to the, you know, within the, the, the 30, you know, 20, even in the red zone. We gotta have some touchdowns. Like you, you can't settle for field goals in this league anymore. Like you know, I, and, until the defense continues to, to prove itself and show that they can uh, take any kind of point of a lead. But um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's great, man. And oh, another positive too. I know I'm jumping around, but completely going off the dome. Um, but uh, Smoot, Smoot just continues to just just in, improve. Like I think he had a did he have a he had a safety on. Um, Saturday night, or either led to safety or was in a play on us, something like that. But now nah, Smootman is is just, yeah, he he's hats off to him. He's continually, you know, being one of my favorite players coming out of camp. Well, good. I mean, sucks, I guess, to say that we're zero and three in preseason, but again, that doesn't really matter at all. So, um, you know, if anything, I feel like I've heard more positives week after week since the first game. Um, I don't know how that's going to change with the fourth game being that my understanding is most years that you don't really see a lot of the the starting folks. And if we have depth problems as much as we say we do, I don't know how Atlanta stacks up to that, but um, that potentially could be a not so good game to watch. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, Derek, you already kind of alluded to, um, I think you did, unless this was before we started recording uh, some of the transaction moves, including the uh, the trade and uh, I think we kind of hit on before that the kicking situation. Who who is it again? I know we we cut. Uh, uh, maybe I'm mispronouncing it. I don't know, but Santoso Santoso um, uh, for uh, and then put a waiver claim in for another guy. Uh, who is that again? So um, we put the waiver claim in for James McCourt. Um, he is a rookie kicker out of Illinois. Um, he actually came from the Chargers, and remember the last time we got a kicker from the Chargers and ended up working out well for us for at least four years. 
So uh, hopefully nobody comes along and kicks him and uh, he's able to uh, contend for the job. Uh, but no, just, you know, hopefully he's able to make some kicks in the next game because that's going to be huge. That's going to be something that they're going to be, you know, obviously looking for and paying very close attention to. Um, JK3, was it you just said something earlier? Like, why was it Matthew? Matthew and forgive me, I can't. I'm just having brain fog. Yeah, Matt Wright. Matt yeah. Wright. They didn't bring him back because he couldn't get to touchbacks? Yeah, that, the touchbacks. Yeah, he wasn't kicking touchbacks. And I, man, I guess that was something that... Look, I mean, you got to think about it. So most of these... Cut, cut right Wingard. Now, cut Wingard and get a third kicker to get touch to, touchbacks. Okay. <laughs> Wingard may, may just be as bulletproof as, as uh, Teflon, <laughs> Teflon Trent. <laughs> you know, Glock Goldilocks is back there, man, <laughs> and nothing you can do about it. I'm telling you, dude, it's just one of those things that that's gonna happen. But from a competitive advantage, and you know, you got to take a team that's scrappy, trying to get every competitive win that they possibly can. You got some guy back there that that's blazing speed, and you're gonna give him a you know five or ten yard head start to to you know, and if he has a decent re- return, he's already at the forty, right? And then you make Two first downs, you're within field goal range. The the kickbacks are vital. Now, if Matt Wright, I saw him on on, on uh, Twitter, he's kicking kickback or uh, touchbacks now. Then you know I like it, but I don't know, man. The Santo, like all the people that they they brought through, we just need to find a kicker. We need to get one. We need to get him in. And, and as much as like, I never took the importance of a, of a kicker, we need every point that we can get. We cannot leave points on the board. Santoso hits two of those field goals um, on Saturday night, win the football game, and it's a little bit better of a momentum going into, you know, joint practices and everything with the Falcons than which will ultimately lead to, you know, some great momentum going into week one against uh, uh, the Commanders. Look, man, I'm put my put my business out here a little bit, but if I thought uh, you were going to say you're going to put your foot down. Like, no, I'm going to put kicker. my business. No, I'm going to put my business out here a little bit. Um, put business out here. Yeah, put my business yeah. out here a little bit about my my family. If this McCourt dude doesn't work out, I got two brothers, not one, two. Okay, one is here in town. He's an ex college soccer player. He's played for the some of the Armada stuff. And then I have another brother that's at a college in Georgia, a D one college in Georgia, playing soccer too. Okay, I'll take him out of school. Be like, look, y'all gonna go out there and kick. Okay, something, anybody. Okay, one of them I've seen kick a football like 50, 60 yards. So uh, I'll take anybody right now. But can, uh, he hit, can, can he hit touchbacks? Can he hit touchbacks? I bet. I, I bet you Dan could hit a touchback. I, I, I ought to check. I bet you Dan could hit a touchback. But no, um, it's just crazy that in in today's in today's world of, of of football, where like positions, especially the quarterback position, is at such a premium. Um, when the kicking game when it's going bad, almost gets, like, it doesn't get the same attention as the QB position. It never will, obviously. But when the kicking's bad, everybody is on edge like, oh, man, we, we can't make a kick. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I'm not comparing the positions of importance because, you know, if you ask a coach, they're going to say they're all important. But as, you know, us and the and fans and, and people in the media, you know, quarterback's going to be number one. But kicking's going to be right there like, uh, we – don't have a kicker yeah. can he make a field goal and and even now can he make an extra point because it's not right. you know on the three it's on the what 18 or something like that so um uh, but yeah 
Yeah, man. So throw, S. Throwing it back to last season again. Can you imagine, like, after this? You know how Doug Peterson brought everybody back for practice the next day? He just goes up to Santoso and just kicks him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you how crazy that situation was. Anyway, um, yeah, that's good. Uh, that, you know, at least we'll have another... Did you make, did you say, and maybe I zoned out if I did, please just, I'll disconnect myself uh, from the podcast and from life. But did you say the comment about getting uh, the kicker from uh, the same place we got uh, Lambo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, <laughs> good uh, content. Yeah, from the Chargers. Um, <laughs> All right, never mind. I mean, um, <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, sorry, kicker. Uh, maybe that topic is uh, making me zone out. I mean, it is, though, because, you know, it, like we put it in the waiver claim for the kicker. And then again, people and this is the the curse of being, you know, uh, one of your your family, you know, it's only Jacksonville Jaguars fan. It's just like, <laughs> so how, how's this kicker? And it's like, it's a kicker. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm not going down into the film hole to figure out what is a, a kicker. Like, I'm going to rely on, <laughs> you know, Jamal St. Cyr and like a, <laughs> a couple other people that do this for a living to tell me what they think about the kicker. And then hopefully... They find a way to get him in and actually kicking uh, and being, you know, and not leaving points on the board. But yeah, hopefully he can get some touchbacks. I don't know. Yeah. I, w- I recorded that last play too, hoping that I'd have like a really cool video to upload of us making <laughs> the game winning field goal. And it was terrible. So bad. Um, so all you just got to, you should, uh, you what you should have done was uploaded with the that price is right like theme music whenever you don't get yeah you know i thought about the uh you, you remember the uh the movie was it major league with uh charlie sheen Corey's never oh. seen any movie so he's, <laughs> yeah, seen <laughs> so he's never seen that you haven't he, watched major league he hasn't no, seen no. friday what makes you think she's gonna see major league oh man oh Have man you, sorry Okay, yeah, we'll have we'll have that'll be another conversation for another time. We'll get we'll get movies that Corey has not seen and socks at Costco. We will have an episode on <laughs> Exactly. What if you took the Costco hot dog and turned it into a glizzy straw? I do that. I do that. <laughs> it would be like one of those it would be like one of those straws at the seven eleven. Remember when you like go get them and they like the swizzle straws, like you drank it mm-hmm. like then a loop to loop. As yeah. long as you wore as long as you wore the matching socks to go with it. Then yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, because of how depressing it was the way that game ended, I might have hit my my uh, souvenir cup into the sprite a little bit on the way out. <laughs> so uh maybe I'll edit that out. I don't know. Does that like revoke my tickets or something for admitting that? <laughs> um you're gonna get a you're gonna get a, a anonymous charge for six sixty five for yeah. the sprite the sprite you took on your way out. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a little spritz. Um, okay, so with the last preseason game uh, at Atlanta at 3 p.m. <laughs> for some reason, um, you know, I guess, what are, what should I be looking for, right? Because, I mean, the, I don't even know that the starters, like Trevor Lawrence, for example, he probably won't even come out one play, will he? You should be looking forward to week one. <laughs> That's what yeah, you should okay. be looking for. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, I uh, appreciate you for listening. Um, <laughs> this, this is going to be a battle of the benches. The benches will be cleared, and they're going to figure out that back half of the roster in just one game. We're it's on Saturday out. at 3? Yeah. I wanted it is Saturday at 3 o'clock. Is there yeah, any college football o'clock. starting on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, Who's the, playing? 
Well, you know, These two FSU's, teams. FSU's playing <laughs> Duquesne. Duquesne. It's not well, – it is Duquesne, isn't it? It's like – but D-U, like – Yeah, D-U-Q-U. Yeah. Yeah. What time does FSU and Duquesne play on Saturday? Five o'clock. Five o'clock? I don't know, man. Those are some – those are two both ugly times. 5 yeah. p.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> three – I mean, I, I probably will end up cutting the grass <laughs> over over watching those. Yeah. I am gonna listen what's the, to what's it. The, what's the uh, what's the money line on FSU and Duquesne? You know, hey, look, after Jacksonville State last year, I'm not putting anything <laughs> on anything. Okay? Duquesne plus three and a half. <laughs> I'm not putting anything on anything. Like we're supposed to, FSU supposed to be improved, but man, and, until I see it, until I see it, and I'm not, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna count that game as seeing. It's gonna be the next week when we got LSU in the in the. Uh, and what's it call it? Um, in New Orleans, in in that well, no, Rouge. No, no. If it was there, then that would be a definite L. It's, Where's it's it going to be? Is that the is that the uh, Mercedes? It's in, yeah, it's in New Orleans, not Atlanta. Oh. It's in New Orleans. Oh, so okay. I mean, yeah, that's in their backyard still, but it's not like playing on their real home turf. So death, um, death Valley at night. That's an L for anybody. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's now, pronounced Decane. Looks like yeah. Quesney or something. Yeah. The Quesney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's not. I mean, three o'clock on, on Saturday, that's to tell you how important the game is. Uh, we're just going to hope, <laughs> hope that no one, hope that no one gets hurt. And, you know, we're going to look towards week one, um, you know, against, against uh, commanders. commanders. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think any of the ones are going to play. Um, you no. know, they, they might be, they might roll some people out there just to get some different looks, um, you know, for what they do on, you know, different fronts that Atlanta provides. I think the practices that begin tomorrow, I think the joint practices may be a little bit more competitive than the actual game on Saturday. So let's just hope nobody gets hurt within any of the joint practices that are going to be beginning. Uh, and then let's just make it into, you know, week one, fully strong, ready to go. And, you know, hopefully we get that dub. Joint, so that's right. I forgot about the joint practices. So if anybody's going to get footage, it's going to be Kyle Pitts, you know, taking our 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 linebackers and DBs to the cleaters, man. That that that's going to be that's going to be something to watch because Pitts is (laughs) Pitts is a beast, and it's going to be like I can't wait to watch that. Actually, I really can't. Tyson Campbell had a really good hit on uh, Pickens um, on Saturday night too, so that was good. You know, their teammate, Tyson Campbell's probably like, yep, I'm glad I get to get another shot at you. Yeah. You know, you, you probably ran his mouth in practice at Georgia and, like, I'm finally going to be able to yeah. clean your clock. So, um, Have you guys met anybody that's won the 50-50 raffle? Because I legitimately think that's rigged. Uh, I yeah. haven't met anyone that – I haven't met anyone that's won it, but um, I did know someone that used to sell some of the tickets. And I don't yeah. think it's rigged, but I'm I'm just not <laughs> I, I'm just not into it. I just feel like I would have heard somebody on Twitter or somebody say something. I do it every time I get suckered into it. And this last one was pretty good. I think it was like twenty eight thousand or something for a preseason game. How much did and you put in? Ten bucks, but you know. What's that's so only five tickets? Uh I think so, yeah. Bro, you're not yeah. playing the odds. You gotta put in at least a twenty. Oh, okay. I mean, just look at five five tickets. That's, you know, an odd number. You got to put in even numbers in there. So you got to put in 20. (laughs) Oh, that's an actual strategy? Yeah. 
Nobody ever wins off buying three of anything or an odd number of anything. You got to put in an even number. Maybe that's just yeah. my gambler's addiction coming through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were asking for the, the line on the Dequesne game uh, earlier. So. Dequesne. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm trying, to hit, I'm trying to hit that parlay this weekend, man. Okay. That's what we should have down down by the sports book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> try, try, to hit, try to hit one of them parlays, man. You ever you ever you do a lot of betting, Corey? I don't even know what a parlay is, so no, oh. I, I haven't. No, I mean, other than it's a fifty fifty thing, if that counts as betting, man. There's 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 definitely some betting stories I could tell. Ended ended up positive, but uh, the NFL season of two thousand eleven and two thousand. 10, 2011, there was some heavy betting that I did, and it, I ended up coming out on top at the end. Bro, uh, you sound like you sound like you got away from a bookie or something. Like, no, not a bookie, like a bookie man. had you just, held up at a was, bar, and if I was, no, I wasn't if that bookie, book, but I was fish, deep. If the, you know, uh, like plus, a rehab back thing. then, back then, I was, I was, I was deep into it. Um, there's a there's an institution here. I, I won't say who or, or what it is. Uh, that has a pick'em league, um, and what that is, if you don't know, is each week you have to pick one game, and you have to pick the winner. And if you win, you move on. But if you lose, you're out, obviously. But if you win, you move on. And if you win, you can't pick that team again. So let's say week one, if I pick the Jags over the Commanders, week two, I can't pick the Jags again or for the rest of the season. And it goes until the last person stands. When I tell you there are probably a few thousand people in this Pick'em League, it's at one of the major uh, employers here in town that has a lot of money, um, and they're located in a couple of different cities. And I will say that it has a nice pot, and you get suckered in. Like if I get that, if I get that text again. Um, I've never won that, but I have made it at least into the double-digit weeks. Um, but yeah, no, there's, there's some, what there's the, some. What does the company name rhyme with? Nah, I'm not gonna say a word because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. The, but, the bookie's uh, waiting for him. No, <laughs> nope, not saying a word. But there's one company out here that 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 does that does do that, and they've done it for years. It's I'm surprised it has not leaked out, but it's been known for years that they do this. So, um, is it illegal to do that or something? I don't. It's understand. not illegal. I guess it's just discreet. You know, people don't want you know it put out there. I was invited by a friend that works there, um, and they. Well, this uh, sounds like some Fight Club type stuff. It's not yeah, Fight Club. <laughs> it's not Fight Club, but it's it's <laughs> and this has been going. Gosh, twelve years now. Wow. So. I mean, you can't just bury the lead, but I guess you can. You want to? You you don't want to be the person to. I'm not getting that. excluded. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, that sucks that we're not gonna you know give the listeners an opportunity to uh, to join in and nope. increase their their financial gains. If we do that, then we have to talk about the Costco socks. We already spent like six minutes on the last. Second no, we for didn't. last episode talking about that. Yeah, no, we, we did. We, we definitely we didn't, talked about that. We didn't. We didn't say the reason why. I thought. What was the reason why? <laughs> the reason why behind what? <laughs> I buy stuff at Costco because it's affordable and uh, you can buy it in bulk. And yeah, uh, you got to stop mentioning Costco until they start. Uh, 
sponsoring them. That's true. That's true. But yeah. so were the we're so them, were giving the, them too much airtime. So were the socks that I offered to get you at a premium, nice discount. <laughs> yeah, down by the bank, sponsored by Sam's Club. Please uh, go out of your local Sam's Club today. Sam's Club. <laughs> Bro, Sam's Club. They don't even have pictures on the on the cans. It's just say potatoes. <laughs> That's where you go for you don't the, even know the what world. You're getting, bro. You, yeah. Literally, you, you you open up or, or something with the labels. You don't know if you're going to get canned pears or potatoes. <laughs> Sam's Club. They're, they're like gas areas, like watered down gasoline. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, good. So this sounds like this last preseason game is all that important. Uh, but uh, I'll still and, and we'll still all watch probably. So that's uh, that's good. So uh, definitely welcome everyone's feedback on Twitter. Give us a follow at Down by the Bank if you haven't already. Um, post all the new episodes on there. Episodes of which are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Leave us a rating and review on whichever platform that you listen to. And again, we're affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. So thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.